Welcome to my testimony and today we have a very special episode, right? Yes, it is. It's a very special episode. What's this? Episode 13? It is. It's wow. episode 13. Wow. That would make it the end of the series, right? <laughs> We've done a whole series of my testimony already. When did we start this? 12 episodes ago. 12 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome to my testimony, special episode 13, and today we have a very special testimony. But um, before we get into that, we got to what, recap it this season? Yeah, we should do that. Yes, do that. Let's, um, let's recap and look at some of the uh, testimonies, the wonderful testimonies that, that has touched us. And we're going to talk about how those testimonies were personal to us. Yes. And then afterwards, we're going to share our... A small portion of our testimony. Okay. <laughs> just a little bit of our testimony we have a special treat for you guys we're going to share our testimony on my testimony So before we get into my testimony today, let's bow our heads for prayer. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you so much for this day that you have provided for us. We thank you that we are able to wake up and to see a new day and to just glorify your name and that you can bless us. As we share our testimony today, we ask that you will just be with us and the words that we will share will be from your throne mm-hmm. and that you will just inspire us to share with others but the goodness and everything that you have done for us as a family. Mm-hmm. And we also pray that as we recap these other testimonies that we will go back and we'll see how these testimonies are personal to us and be a reminder of your goodness and of your grace mm-hmm. and of your soon coming. So to this end we ask and we ask that you bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Okay. So, yeah, so we, um, we started my testimony uh, a few episode months ago, one. episode one. Mm-hmm. And episode one was with uh, Gary. Gary Ogata. Gary Ogata. What was personal to you with, with Gary's testimony? With Gary's testimony. Yep. Gary was amazing because I didn't know Gary so well, apart from the fact that he was um, teaching with the youth. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to see his journey of the fact that he was always a Ventus, the fact that he was on this journey that he was struggling And then was coming to the realization of like, okay, let me choose God 100% now. Right. It was powerful to me to see how sometimes we think, because I'm not born and raised Adventist, so Mm -hmm. sometimes you think that um, because you're born and raised, you'd always be in the church. You would understand why you would be in the church. Right. And so it showed that portion to me about how, you know, I came back and I was able to see God working in my life Mm -hmm. and I kept going. That was powerful to me. Right. And for, and for me, right. And for me, Gary's testimony, um, I can relate to it because I was born and raised um, in the church. Mm-hmm. And um, what stand out to me is that not because you're in the church, that, that you are in the church, if you understand yes. what I mean. <laughs> uh, you could be in the church and you're mm-hmm. far away from God. Yeah. 
and that's what um, that's what stand out for me. And when I met Gary at first, and I saw his enthusiasm with the youth and stuff, you know, we 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 see people all the time, and we think everything is just you know that this this person has their act together, mm-hmm. and you never know the struggles. And to hear his story of how he found plantation yes. was just amazing. Yeah. It was just amazing to me. So personally, I I um the relation that he had um, uh, about with the church, the relationship with the church, I can relate to that exactly. 100%. Exactly. So, yep. right. And so, um, yeah, number two was number Rick, two, and Rick and Denise Mattis. Okay. <laughs> so for you, uh, Don, Rick and Denise. Rick it was and Church Denise. Hurt. Church Hurt. Yes. It was so powerful to see forgiveness within the Church mm-hmm. Hurt. Because so many times we say, yeah, people have heard me in the church and I'm done with them. I don't want to ever want to deal with them again. And I'm definitely not dealing with the church. Right. And then to see how they continue to go to church, continue to deal with the people that had hurt them and forgave them mm-hmm. and were able to move on knowing that God was helping them through the next stage of their lives and the next stage of their, even with their ministry was very powerful. Um, I think it, it's a reminder to all of us that no matter what people have done to you, right. your relationship with God is number one. And God will help you to be able to deal with the people that hurt you the most. And even if they are Christians or people that you see all the time within church. Right. And um, I loved um, episode two with Rick and Denise. I love the capacity theology. <laughs> When uh yeah powerful when the week broke yeah. down, um the capacity that God mm-hmm. has given each one of us, each one of us yes yeah. and each one of us has a capacity that God has given to us, yeah. and He knows our capacity, yeah. and He knows how much He can um, allow us to be tempted with, or how much we can stand, yeah. how much we yeah. can take, yeah. and I like the way He um Rick. Um, the analogy that he gave with the ball of fire that that the yeah, that the devil would throw at you and then God would take that ball of fire and shape it before it hits you so that when it hits you you can you're able to stand, stand it, it with the capacity mm. that he has given you yeah all right so number three we have to write them down yep. number three was Cherie Cherie uh, special testimony for me that's part of my story of coming to know God mm. that pork thing that was my grandparents. Every time I went to visit them, they were Adventist. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't supposed to eat pork. And so I realized, wait, I don't actually need pork. And so when she was talking about the pork, it took me all the way back mm. to the first decision of, you know what? I don't need this. And I realized that it's not so good for me. So let me stop. And I was so young when I start, stopped doing it. And then watching her journey by herself, only one in her family doing this. Mm-hmm. That was my story too. Only one in my family doing it and then being a testimony to the rest of her family. It, it was, that was my story, watching it from somebody else's perspective. It was, I understand those steps. I understand what it's like to have a Sabbath and mm-hmm. then you stay home because you know it's the right mm-hmm. thing to do. And then you say, okay, now what do I do? How do I do this? And then being around people, going to a church and being around people that actually show you, okay, this is how we do Sabbath. This is how mm-hmm. we worship. And being being brought into the fold of the family, of that church family. Yeah, that's my story too. So yeah, Cherie, powerful. It just, it just reminded me of my journey that you never neglect 
the first love that you have. Mm. And that was, it reminded me of my first love, Amen. of knowing God for the first time. Amen. And for me, Shiri, your story touched me, um, being in the church, just to uh, remind us that when we have someone coming in, a visitor, mm. especially the first time visitor, we don't know their story and we don't know their journey. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing uh, to remind us that we are to be welcome. We are to be a person that we welcome okay. others in. Yeah. And when they come in, just make them feel at home. Because that's that story of how Merge welcomed you mm -hmm. and you felt at home from day one when you came to Plantation. That was very big for me. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so and, um, much. You know, and, and for your faith. Yeah. For your faith of you uh, making up your mind and being zealous for God, yep. you know, and researching on your own and finding Christ for yourself. That was powerful. So thank you so much. Episode three, Shiri Hughes. Episode three. Yep. So four. Oh, Terry and Albert Gosling. Terry and Albert Gosling. Our friends. Yeah. Yep. Friends for so long. And we know this story personally. Yeah. Yep. And so for me, it reminded me of the story of how much prayer, how much prayer. We were there the Sabbath morning mm -hmm. when we heard that mm -hmm. he had a transplant yep. and now we don't know. We need another one because it's not working I anymore. Know. Right. And so the thought when we came to church is, are we going to lose him now? Mm -hmm. Is... Terry's son are not going to have a dad anymore and he right. was only eight at the time and we knew him from Sobras and we've been praying and now we have to pray again mm -hmm. and watching that Sabbath when we came to Divine Hour and the pastor came up and told everybody to come to the altar to pray mm -hmm. you could hear a pin drop in there and that prayer was so powerful and we all came together just to pray. I don't know how long we were on our knees for that morning. And we just prayed so earnestly. And then to see the continuation of the story and actually get to speak to Albert mm. afterwards and to see the scar and to see how he says, you know what, I'm going to continue to serve God and show me all the tracks he has in his pocket ready to go every time mm. to show and share his with weakness. someone else. Right how much God has done so much for him. And then Terry, she is a serious prayer warrior. Mm -hmm. Serious. She has been there for me. Dawn, I'm here for you to pray. I pray for you. I pray for your children. She's just a serious prayer warrior. It's a continual reminder of how God is continually there for you through people, through Amen. people that are able to pray yeah. for you in your situation. And how powerful prayer can be. That was that was the biggest thing for me for that one. Yeah, and um, that was a reminder, that testimony, a reminder of me um, personally where I where I was um, back when this all was happening, and and my faith wasn't as strong. Um, I was preparing myself honestly for Albert to um, to not yes. make it, <laughs> and I I remember when he, when he. Um, when Albert came out and he was he was back with us worshiping, how I I had to ask God for forgiveness for lack of faith, because I honestly I didn't I didn't believe he was going to make it because of the news I was getting, but um, but God is faithful and and that was a, a learning thing for me. All right, number five, Lou, Josh, Josh, Josh. Joshua Caldwood. Yep, that's my boy. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> one, one, of, one of our sons that we don't have. Yeah, the sons yeah. that we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> Biologically, Bi but we have a lot of we sons. We have a lot of... We have a lot of adopted, adopted sons. sons. <laughs> yeah, so Josh is one of them. Yeah. So powerful, powerful testimony, powerful young man. So yeah, was. Yeah. Um, I think for me, watching Josh's transformation, mm. seeing how he was in the church all the time, um, watching him in Pathfinders, watching mm. him just lead out, watching him do all of those things, not knowing how far he was away from God, mm. was a wake-up call for me mm. to remember to remind us that we see our young people all the time. We right. have to keep praying for them. We have to yep. keep acknowledging them, understanding how we can encourage them and show within our life mm -hmm. how we can just be an example to them. And watching that transformation, being there when he said, I'm going to go to Southern and I'm going to make sure I mm -hmm. go, was I was like, whoa, really? Okay. And then watching him actually be there on campus mm -hmm. and see every time how excited he is to be there and how he's so grateful to be there. Oh, it was that whole thing was powerful to me. How brave he was to come and say, you know, I wasn't doing the right thing. Right. And yet still I'm telling people to do the right thing and I'm not doing it myself. Right. And the hypocriticalness that he was able to identify within himself. Mm -hmm. That's powerful for somebody so young to be able to check that. That's yep. definitely God working in his life. Amen. And, and, and Josh's story is another story that I can relate to. I was born and raised in the church and grew up in the church, so I can relate to every aspect of that story, mm -hmm. every aspect, um, you know, from the part when, you know, he's witnessing to his girlfriend mm -hmm. and not living the life. I've done that, you know, growing up in the church myself. Mm -hmm. So I can totally relate to that story. So, Josh, again, thank you, thank man. Thank you so much. Thank you again for sharing your mm -hmm. testimony. Beautiful testimony. Beautiful testimony. And I hope for all the young people who yes. are growing up that yes. they can see that we all, if we trust in God and put him first in everything, everything. he will see us through. He Absolutely. said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Amen. Okay. Amen. So, Amen. yeah. Number six. Is that Nikki? It's Nikki. Nikki Cameron. Nikki Cameron. <laughs> and, uh, Nikki Cameron. Passionate, passionate. Passionate lady, man. Yeah, for the young passionate people. Passionate lady. You can. And you still have another testimony. Yes. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> so, Nikki, we're going to bring you on for part yeah, two. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. But for me, this mm. testimony was God's voice. Yes. God talks to us so many times, and sometimes we don't even recognize the voice. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when he asks us to do hard things, we're like, mm -hmm. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I've been down that road. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of a time when I had a very close friend of mine. Mm -hmm who, um, a guy and a, a family, he's so close to our family, mm -hmm. but he, because he's a guy, I don't text him that often. I talk to him when I see him. Right. And this particular morning, I realized that I needed to send a text to him and mm -hmm. it was scripture. Right. And I usually send texts out. If any of you have got texts from me, you know, I'll send a scripture text every now and again. Mm -hmm. And this particular morning, God spoke to me and said, you got to send it and you got to send it right now. Right. And I was like, um, he's going to think I'm weird. I've never done this before. Right. And it was like, yeah, you got to do it anyway. And then I was like, uh, let me delay a little bit more. Let me talk hmm. to you a little longer. He's like, no, you tend, you have to send it right now. And so listening to her testimony talk mm -hmm. about that mm -hmm. and how I had sent the text myself. And then I got the response of who's this? And 
oh, okay, thank you. And it was kind of like blunt. And then hearing years later, literally, about what the whole story was behind the text right. that I sent him right. and what was going on in his life at the time, because he actually shared it with Colin, mm-hmm. was, I know what that voice sounds like when you say, I don't know if I want to do that. And so I'm so thankful for Nikki to pull it out in the open that when you hear God's voice move, you've got to move because you don't know why he's talking to you like that so severely and like, come on, click out of it, snap out of it, get going, get it done, even though you don't want to. Right. And so that just reminded me of that. And every time I hear God's voice and he tells you do something, get it done straight away. So thank you so much for that. And uh, powerful uh, testimony, Nikki, for me personally. I just love the way and the uh, the example that you're setting mm-hmm. at our church with the young people. Amen. And um, Amen. for the adults, you know, we, we all ought to notice our young people yeah. and to pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. And with your ministry and what you're yeah. doing yeah. and the lives that you're saving, that you don't yeah. even know that you you're saving, know. God is using you. Yeah. And I just want to just encourage you to continue. You know, we just love your ministry, man, and we love what you're about. So thank you so much for sharing your testimony again with us, Nikki. Yep. Amen. Amen. Episode seven. Seven. This is a double, another double whammy of another testimony we have to go and get. So we have another part two. We have a part two for this one. Melanie Harris. Melanie Melanie Harris. Harris. Wow. So powerful. Mm. So powerful. Watching her move. Mm Mm-hmm. When she shared this story with me first, I was like, what do I complain about every day? What do I have to complain about? So powerful to see how she said, God, I just want to get closer to you. And boom, next. And the next thing happened. And the next thing happened. And how she keeps going and keeps going. And I think the one thing that held me captive in this testimony was when she said, I had this stroke Mm. And my dad said, walk to me. And knowing that her father has passed away since, Mm. walk to me, Melanie. Get up and walk to me. It was just like, wow. Um, Sometimes we hear God's voice like that. Sometimes we feel like we want to give up. And I see many times when she could have given up during this testimony, and she didn't. So sometimes when we feel like we need to really give up, And we really can't go because it's just too hard. It's just too difficult. That's when we need to just hold on tighter to God and just let him say, okay, I'm going to lead you with this. And the powerfulness of her father saying that to her. Yep. God is our heavenly father and he speaks to us the same exact way. So thank you so much for that encouragement. That was a major encouragement for me. Yep. And uh, Melanie, your testimony, all of it is so, such a touch me personally. But the one part that really stand out is when you, you mentioned your husband, Philip. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and that's an yeah. example for me, and I hope it's an example for all of the other men, mm. of faithfulness um, yeah. to your spouse that God has given you. Because he took, care of, uh, he took care of you, Melanie, during that difficult time Amazing. when you were going through. And um, so, Philip, man, hats off to you, man. That was beautiful. That so Thank you so much. And I can't wait for us to do part two, part two. in season Woo-hoo. two. Yes. When we start season two coming <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. So, all right. All right. Number eight. Number eight. Who's number eight? Dion Walden. Dion Walden. <laughs> Ooh. And we know this Dion. story. Oh, wow. Clear warrior. 
Uh, I've known Dion for so long. Yeah. I've known her for so long, and I've seen her life. Yeah. And for me, it was watching her life continue to grow with God leading her. Mm-hmm. And because I've known her since I don't know, way back, mm-hmm. way back, I've known mm-hmm. her. A <laughs> way back we used to pray back in the day right and when she went through so much stuff then and we used to kneel down and pray and i used to hear her pray and just be wow how close are you to god mm-hmm. and then watch her journey from the prayer to praying in public to praying and preaching in public mm-hmm. and just watching how the enemy attacked her over and over again and she just came back again and she just kept going. That journey is a serious one. It's a serious testimony of how God can take your life and your journey and powerfully make it that you are able to share with so many people. Yep. yep. And she is a testimony to me every time I see her. Every yep. time I see her. Yep. That Same she here. just reminds me, yeah, I know. I've gone through a lot. But you know what? God is my number one. Always, yep. always. And, and for, for me personally, that testimony is just the fact that um, Deanne shared that, you know, that she's not perfect, you know, and, and uh, none of us are, but a faith in God, you just got to keep holding on. It's like when you start on that journey, like in our devotion this morning, we, we, we spoke about starting that journey mm-hmm. and uh, that you never look back. You put your hand to the plow and you, you, you keep going and that will make you fit for the kingdom of God. And that's uh, Dion. That's your story that for, your for story. me. Is that, that is no matter story. what you're going to, you're not looking back. Because you, you could have. Um, I mean, two accidents. Two accidents back to back. Like back that. to back. Mm-hmm. And the, and the <laughs> fact that she she was um, she felt something wasn't right that Thanksgiving before, mm-hmm. and she came she came to find out that she was actually mourning her debt, mm-hmm. you know, with the feelings that she was having, and to see how God has allowed us to how allowed her to overcome that. Know, so that is a really special testimony for us. So Absolutely. thank you so much again, Dion, for sharing. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank yeah. you. What yeah. episode are we up to? Uh, number nine. Number nine. Ooh. Samantha Grady. Oh, Samantha. That's another of our adopted daughters. Adopted daughters. Yeah. We have daughters and we have another one. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> So oh, actually, wow. she called she calls us uncle, uncle and, and auntie. auntie, and you know you remember the joke in that yeah, one. We're not gonna revisit Colin. it. No, <laughs> un- it was uncle, uncle Dawn. Uncle Dawn. <laughs> I said we're not gonna revisit. I know. It. Okay, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> oh no! Ah, Samantha Green. We know that story all too well. I remember the day mm-hmm. that you called and told me. Yeah, I saw it on the news. Saw it on the news. I was on the road, and you said. There's another school shooting, and it's in Carl Springs. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, Carl Springs, okay, that's a little close to home. Right. So now, what school is that? And you said MSD. And I'm like, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, that's Samantha Grady's school. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, she goes to that school. I'm like, yeah, let me check. And I remember coming off the phone with Colin and going to check. With another friend of mine, I texted my other friend and said, is that Samantha's school? And as I'm texting, I'm saying, God, not today, not Samantha. Today, Samantha can't die. Mm -hmm. And then I'm listening to her testimony about the peace that she felt during that time. 
trust me, there were so many people praying for Samantha that time. When they realized it's MSD, mm-hmm. we were continually praying. And I was on the road praying, praying until I get home. And I'm like, go to the TV, make sure it really is. And knowing that I can't even call her mom and dad right now. Right. Because i got to keep that phone line open for whatever it is that they need to make sure that they are calling to make sure she's okay. And it also showed me community within our church. Yep. Because all of us within the church were texting, have you heard yet? Have you? Is she okay? And then I remember it was Hugh, I think, got back to you and said, she's okay. Yep. I heard from her, she's okay. The praying throughout that whole afternoon was all for Samantha and her family. Because we've known her so long, and we watched this little girl grow up, and we knew, not today. She can't die today. And seeing how, through this experience, she gets it. She understands that God is always with her. And she understands, yeah, my parents taught me all of this stuff, but now I get to read. No, it's real. In reality, it's real for her. That, to me, was so powerful. She's so brave. She's so brave. She's been through so much since then. She's been through so much. And watching that journey continue and how she just keeps on serving God, keeps on serving God. It's a testimony to me, again, about another young person that gets it. Yep. And knowing that, you know what, we have to just keep going. Amen. Amen. And the same for me, Samantha. You're, you're, you're so brave. Uh, and uh, continue telling your testimony. Continue, continue telling yeah, Continue sharing continue your sharing. testimony and telling mm-hmm. your story. Because it's um, God brought you through this yeah. uh, for you to share. And it's amazing how close you get because the shooter came into her room. Yeah. And she, she actually got hit. She got hit. Yeah, she, she, got, got, hit. she got hit yeah. and um, forgot to save her life. And then um, the, the traumatic experience of her going to losing her friend. Mm. So well, we can never imagine yeah, we that. we knew the friend too. Yep. It's, it's like, wow. Yep. And I, I lost a friend when I was pretty young, so I know the pain. So I can mm. relate to that pain. That she went through so but continue sharing continue god is sharing. good god is so and um, good. that was such a special yeah. testimony and i'm sure for season two yeah. we'll have you back to give yeah. another part of the story yeah, and story. another part of your testimony awesome. All right awesome. number uh, 10 oh <laughs> mike and dora added mike and dora added cnc cnc so how is this testimony wow so many levels for this one yeah so many levels. Okay, keep, keep it short. Okay, I'll keep it short. Because <laughs> I know there's a backstory to this because right. they could only share a small portion of it. Two things. Number one was the children. Mm. They were able to put aside their differences and focus on their children. Mm-hmm. And they were going through a, such a rough time. Yep. And realizing that their children were a priority mm-hmm. was just so powerful to me. It's like... When we're going through the hard things in our marriages, mm-hmm. the last thing we think about usually is our children because we've been hit so many times. Right. And they were able to say, you know what? Yeah, we can, we're getting hit. But let's minister to our children. Let's mm-hmm. minister to the boys. And I saw the boys during that time. And I watched how they were being ministered to mm-hmm. because I saw it from Dora's side and I saw it from Mike's side. Yep. And they really did minister to those boys a hundred percent. They put aside whatever they were going through and they ministered to the boys. And that was a reminder to me of how much we have to minister to our children, even though we're getting hit really hard. Right. And number two, it's no matter what your marriage goes through, 
no matter what your marriage goes through, even mm-hmm. when you think, oh, I can't do this anymore. Right. I can't do this anymore. I need to step away. I need to be able to breathe and thrive again. And when God tells you, look, you need to put it together and mm-hmm. I'm going to help you. Right. To be able to step out in faith and both of them say, okay, let's walk with God on this one. Right. Powerful. Take themselves out of the picture personally. Powerful. Yep. Put God right in the midst of it. Powerful. It was a testimony to me. Right. It was a testimony for my marriage. It's a testimony for all the marriages that we even know about. Because yep. I know the feedback that we got was, wow, Dora and Mike, thank you so much because I'm hurting so much. And I thank you for that encouragement to keep going. Right. So it was, those were the two things for me. Okay. Those two things are nice, man. We're just going <laughs> to drop the mic on that. <laughs> And I have nothing else to add, man. <laughs> Such a beautiful testimony. Thank Thanks for sharing, Mike so and Dora. Yeah. So, yep. uh, episode 11. <sighs> Joey Anderson. Joseph Anderson. Wow. Joey, it's personal for me because it's part, part of our story. Yep. We have a daughter that is the Joseph same age, age. as Joey. Mm-hmm. Is literally a month apart and a day mm-hmm. between Joey and her birthday. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same age. So Joey is one of our other sons too. Yeah, he is. Yep. We've, We've seen him since him he's a baby. Since yep. he's little in Cradle Roll. Mm-hmm. We all went to Sabbath school together. Mm-hmm. We know their parents so well. Mm-hmm. And watching this young man just go through this and see the journey that he was able to get it mm-hmm. and realize, yeah, I went through this. Yeah, I went through that. Yeah, I experienced this. Um, wait a minute, where's God? And knowing that God wasn't there and realizing it had to get to the stage where he lost a friend so tragically to be able to wake up and say, wait a minute, I've got God all the time. I've never been alone. That was so powerful to me. It's an encouragement for me again as another young person who gets it. For me, it was like, wow, thank you so much, Joey, because that story helps us to understand that our children will get it eventually. Yep. But we just have to keep praying for them. And when they do get it, they get it so powerfully. Yep. And I see how he moves with the young people now. That I see how he's able to show God to every single one that he ministers to. Yep. And how well he does it. How well his relationship is still growing with God. It was powerful for me, really, really powerful. Yeah. And for me, um, goes back another young man growing up in the church. I can relate mm-hmm. to uh, to two sides of this story. I can relate to Joey's side of him growing up and his struggles. And I can also relate to the family dynamics also. Mm-hmm. And um, the happy Sabbath um, yeah. stuff that all of us go through. <laughs> and um, oh, Joey's, yeah. Joey's um, story and his family dynamics is our story. Yeah. It's our story. We yeah. we have been to the same, been, there, been yep, through that, been to the been same, the same dynamics, yeah. the same everything. Yeah. So that that testimony really showed showed us, um, myself and Don, that we're not alone. Yeah. We're not alone. Um, mm-hmm. That all the families, uh, there's a lot of families that go yeah. to the same struggles. Same struggles. And um, so joy. And that was even the feedback that we got back. Yes. From that. Yes. Yeah. The amount of families that moved to us yep. and said, "Look, thank you so much," because now yep. I realize. 
I got to have some more conversations with my children. Exactly. And, and they started and the conversation. they started the conversations. They had meetings, meetings afterwards. Meetings with their families. Yeah. It's like powerful. That, that's, powerful. Um, I remember um, a, a few families shared with us mm-hmm. that right after watching this testimony, that the next day they had next meetings day. Next with day. their family mm-hmm. just to find out what's going, what's on, going on, how are we going. How are we? They know? took a step back yep. to be able to say, okay, how yep. is God in our lives, in yep. our families? And I think that, and I think that's why it's important to share testimonies, Absolutely. because when you share testimonies and you share your story, other yeah. people will see that you know what I'm going to the same thing, yeah. and if um, if God can be a part of this person's life, God can be a part of our life. Such also. an encouragement. Such yeah. an encouragement. So thank you so again thank so you, much, Joy, Joy Anderson. Episode eleven. And then takes us to episode twelve. Our special guest, Carla Santana. Yep, that was last week's testimony. Yeah. Yep. That was so yep. powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way that it came to us through someone else in plantation, mm-hmm. and it was just like, it was told to us like, oh, we just have somebody that had a little thing. You right. Know, let's just Somebody a have a thing, little story. A little story. Yep. Let's just, you know, maybe it might not be a big testament, just a little thing. We're like, okay, no problem. Let's call her up and see right. what the testimony is like. Listening to Carla on the phone, I was in tears because I realized we as a church were going out and we were feeding the homeless and not realizing that we were still feeding the homeless within without knowing who else we were reaching out to and seeing how appreciative she was Mm -hmm. and then talking to her some more and realizing how her walk is with God, how she's decided she was going to be faithful even though she didn't have it. She doesn't know where the next money is coming right. from. Mm-hmm. That she 10%. doesn't know when she's going to eat again. Yeah, she gave that 10%. It's like, yeah. how do we look at our journeys? Mm-hmm. If we were put in that situation, would we put God first? Would we put God first? Or would mm-hmm. we think, you know what, we got to survive? We got to eat. We got to survive. And um, yeah, very powerful. So for me, mm-hmm. and knowing that she's not even a member of the church, right. of plantation, there are, right. when God says that, my sheep are in other folds. Mm-hmm. That was like, whoa, I see yeah. it right there in front of me. We know people that are going through, when we see people that are going through these kind of situations mm-hmm. and they're able to praise God mm-hmm. every step of the way, yep. it's powerful. And a reminder again about how we need to keep serving God because He is there. He is faithful regardless of what we're going through. Amen, amen. Yeah, and Carla, your your testimony, mm-hmm. uh, very personal to me, and uh, yeah. reminded me, you know, personally as as a businessman, mm-hmm. how I need to honor God with the first fruits, you know, and um, the way you have done that, mm-hmm. the way you have ministered, you know, to me personally, that you know, put God's first, always, no matter what always, you're going through, always. no matter what bills you have to pay, yes. no matter what um, food you have to get for yes. your family. Put him first and prove him over and over again. And he says that yeah. in his words. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. And that was um, episode yeah, episode 12. 12. Yeah. Yep, so that's 12th episode. Dude. So now number 13 is a testimony about the testimony. <laughs> a testimony about, about the, the testimony, testimony and how my testimony started, right? Yeah. 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 So, And um, be, be, before before we go into that, actually, we, we're going to give the backstory of how my testimony started. Mm. And then, um, you know. It's a two-part. It's, it's about, kind of like a two-part. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's a, my testimony, my testimony, but it's also Happy Sabbath. 
because I think I think we need to to talk a little bit about the happy Sabbath aspect of things because that's how the backstory. So it was a happy Sabbath that turned into a, the testimony about the testimony. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so we'll start. Um, Okay, um, 2000, 2017 was, yeah. was the year. 2017. So, 2017. A very, very productive year. Mm. Um, I remember that we were, this was the height of our ministry at Plantation. Yeah, the film ministry. The film ministry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, media ministry was doing good too. Yeah. And um, the film ministry was, was just amazing. And also we were, we were involved in, in other ministries. We, yeah, yeah. we were involved in, in family life. Yeah. Um, of course, adventures, adventures um, the children ministry, yeah. um, every aspect of yeah. our health ministry. Health ministry. Yeah. Touched a lot of we touched a lot of ministries that we were a part of. Um, every every um, part of this ministry, we were ministering mm -hmm. to them mm -hmm. in those ministries also. But for us, the biggest uh, ministry that we were heading up at the time was the film the ministry. ministry. Yeah. And um, that was the same year that we shot a major um, film. Yeah, for a short feature. Um, we did, we did Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. And then we did, we also, that same year, we also did Breaking Point, which was a full yeah, feature. Which was at the end of Yeah, the full year. feature. So, But to, to go back a little mm -hmm. bit, um, that year, um, it, was, it was one of those busiest years for us. We were involved in church. Mm -hmm. um, the business was doing good, too. Yeah, uh, personally, our business uh, at home, mm -hmm. uh, what we did for a living was doing good. Um, there was um, a lot of um, big contracts coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, really good money coming in and um, so we were busy with our personal business mm -hmm. and we were also busy with the church mm -hmm. and we were just you know going forward and then the devil the devil attacked mm -hmm. in a big way yeah the devil attacked our family okay. yeah. um, started with our widow with, with one of our daughters yeah. um, the attack just came um, in, in a way that we didn't see it yeah. And um, and it, it resulted in the devil attacking our marriage also. And the the crazy thing about it is that with the attack of our of our marriage, because we were so busy and we, because we were so distracted, we did not see it happening. Mm -hmm. We we knew something wasn't right. We knew we knew that we weren't living in accordance with God's will because we were just busy. We were waking up Very every busy day. Busy doing church stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Church stuff and our personal yeah. business too. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. I was traveling a lot. I was mm -hmm. um, almost every month. I yeah, was out gone. twice a month, traveling for business and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, going out and, and working with with clients all over the country. Yeah. And when I get back, you know, I'll be with church and we're we're doing stuff. You know, just being, you know, just being caught up with the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, waking up, going to bed, waking up, going to bed, working. And just going through the day and doing all these activities, so, yeah, and ministry, and it became and the norm. It became, it became the, norm. the norm. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Normal. And then we were traveling too. And we were traveling. as a family. We got to go all yeah. over. Yeah, as a family, we traveled too. We made sure that we we <laughs> put we put sure. some of those in there too. Yeah, we were traveling, seeing and new yet, cities and places. It was yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. And yet, all this, the yeah. devil, the devil came in, and as I said before, it um, started with our daughter. And then it transferred up to our marriage, mm -hmm. and um, the the sad thing about it, it resulted with 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 me having an affair with a young lady, um, right in Plantation Church, mm -hmm. and um, yep. that 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 was just at the height of everything. It just devastated um, the entire our entire family. Mm -hmm. I remember how yeah. how Dawn was devastated, mm -hmm. and um, how the, the girls were devastated. 
And then not only that, but the children at church, a few yes. of the children at church um, heard about it and they were, they were totally devastated too. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's just to show that even when we're busy and we're, we're doing stuff for God, how the devil can come in and, um, and, and, and be a part of us if we are not connected to God. And it, this was a very sad time. It was a very sad time. At first, we, we, we were blindsided by it. Um, it was amazing how, you know, I got myself emotionally involved in, in the relationship and how the, the roller coaster ride that he took me. Um, and, and then down to me hurting my family and, um, and hurting the young lady's family too, you know, because she's hurt too. And, um, and then I'm hurt also. So there was no one that won. In, in this in this in this instance and that's what the devil does the devil comes in and he just devastates you know, the entire everyone that's involved everyone was a casualty and no one escaped um unhurt and um and even today in 2020 we are still bearing the scars of of, of that um of what happened in 2017 yeah. and um just gonna ask you guys to you know to continue to pray for us because it's still not easy <laughs> It's still a difficult time. Trust um, me, it's not. For myself and Dawn, we're still restoring our marriage. We're still we're still building every day, and um, just keep us in prayer and and building the relationship back with our girls too, you know, and all the families that are involved, the families, all the families that were involved, the, the relationship in is ruined, and uh, we just ask you guys to just keep us in prayer, and um, and just to learn from experience like this to to understand that. Yes, we we're in church and we're coming to church saying happy Sabbath every Sabbath. And that's why I called it happy Sabbath earlier. We're coming to church saying happy Sabbath. And yet if we're not close to God, the devil will come in and just um, reap, reap havoc with us. If we're not careful, or if we're not close to God. So we just wanted to share that short little um, testimony with you guys to let you realize that, you know, stay close to God and, and stay close and just, just have that relationship with him. And remember that God is in everything. We cannot separate God. Because I think that was the mistake we were making. We were um, separating God from from our daily um, vocation, yeah. from the stuff that we were doing. Mm -hmm. You know, we would put God in a box. We put him in the corner. We would leave him at our front door, you know, when we're, we're doing our and jobs. And we're still praying. Yeah. And we're still exactly. um, leading out and teaching yep. and worshiping and, you know. Yep. It's, you're still doing all those things and not realizing how far you are. How far you are from God until something like this comes in and happens. Devastating, not not good. Um, but it's um, we just wanted to share this this as I but said. There's another part. Too. Oh, there's another part. There's a part too. Okay, <laughs> go ahead with part. the part two. <laughs> <laughs> so as um, as I was going through everything, I couldn't come to church half of the time. I had to. Um, stay home, go somewhere else. Um, sometimes it would be both of us going someplace else. Mm -hmm. um, being in nature was a very big thing for me, being outside. Um, just trying to take one day at a time and reminding myself that I have to keep on talking about to God, mm -hmm. talking to God through this. And I used to ask God, why do I have to go through this? Because when you hear about something like that, your first instance is, okay, we split. 
and I was leaving and he was leaving and we were thinking, yeah, we need to just go our separate ways. And then thinking about ministry, I had to split from ministry too. And I was thinking, I got to give up every single ministry that I do in church and just disappear for a while or just disappear totally because it was too hard and too difficult to even be in a building that I've been in for so long Mm -hmm. and then have to deal with the same people and knowing that, you know, some people know, maybe some people know, some people don't, and they just don't know how to approach you and to talk to you was very hard. But you know what? God gives us people in our lives that step in just at the right time. And I had that happen where I had, um, I had a prayer partner before everything happened, I had a prayer partner mm-hmm. who, when I reached out to her, said, I got you, and kept on praying me through this. And I probably talked to her every day. I had another one that came and said, I've been down this road and started praying. I'm praying with you. And I prayed with her and we kept on going. I had another one that came in another time and said, I got you. Let's just keep praying. And so I had at least three people, three women, I can say, that stepped in at that moment that some I had um, that kind of prayer walk with and others I hadn't had that yet Mm -hmm. with them that actually were there for me, continued to walk by my side, call me, check on me, are you okay? Saw me at church, gave me the serious hugs. Thank you so much. Gave me the hugs that I just needed that day. They just gave me a hug that just helped me to say, yeah, you can keep going. You just keep going. And then thinking, okay, now I got to deal with Colin. Now I got to deal with the girls. Now I got to deal with how do we do this? And so there'd be times sometimes I would come to the church and it was empty. And I would sit in the sanctuary when it was dark. And I remember one time sitting in there and I was on my phone. I was scrolling. It was a Sabbath, and I was scrolling through sermons, and mm. just searching, just searching, just to find something that would encourage me today. And I came across Answer.tv, mm. and I started watching, and it was one person in a room talking about something hard that they'd gone through. And at the time when it was so hard. They prayed. And as they prayed, God just moved. Mm. And some of these testimonies were so, oh, it was like, how do you pray in that situation? How do you pray? And that was my, my story. And I watched every single one. Mm-hmm. They don't even do these testimonies anymore. Mm. I watched every single one of them. And when I finished watching the whole thing, they had a couple of series that they did. I text them and I send it to Colin. And he was like, oh, wow, we could do something like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I thought, okay, well, I know a few people that have testimonies at that time. We knew Melanie and we knew Dion and we knew the Mathesis. And we thought, okay, we could get a few people. And Gary, okay, we can get a few people that we know. We can get them. And we had it lighted beautifully. And we brought them to the church, and we got them to talk, and right. they did their testimony. It was beautiful. And we 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 recorded it. It wasn't recorded. it wasn't this format. It wasn't this format. It wasn't an interview format. It. it was them just telling we, their story. And we said we'll call it 
my testimony and we said okay this is beautiful let's do this and we did quite a few right we did we did did, um we did five five there we go we did five recordings five recordings and out of the five recordings we lost the audio for three of them Almost all the oh, yeah. audio. Oh yeah, all the audio for three of them, and and I was devastated because I was kind of like, it's like how are we going to show this? Yeah, stuff? how are we going to show this? We have a beautiful we picture, beautiful, we have be- beautiful, beautiful video, testimonies. but the audio is not good. We can't find the audio, so we we so we, just, we have we have the pictures of the story, but no story. No story. <laughs> so and it was so so devastating too to yeah. hear that, and I was like. Really? Really? This was so good. This was a shared with people. You know how hard it is to go through bad situations and come out of it. Now we get to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And now you said it was you, right? Yeah, because I, I had a conversation with Gary, Gary Ogata. We were having a conversation and he was sharing his story, the same story that he shared with you guys. And he was sharing his story, and I was like, I stopped him in mid-tracks and said, Gary, we need to record this, man. Yeah. You need to tell this testimony. And it wasn't the same testimony that he'd so, done the first time. No. It was no, totally no. different. It was a different yeah. testimony. And um, mm-hmm. so that's how, you know, that's the story behind my testimony. Yeah. It's uh, It started at something else, but God has He's brought it and so. steered it into this yeah. direction that we're having. Yeah. And we're so grateful that we're able to, yeah. from week to week, Come into your homes yeah. and let people uh, tell their stories, mm. share their testimony. Yeah. That is touching all of us yeah. and making Absolutely. a difference in Absolutely. our lives. And, um, it really is. And we're, we're, we're glad that we're able to share a little part of our testimony yeah. too today. That was a very small guys. portion. Yeah. So. <laughs> very small. Yeah. But it's so. just an encouragement for everybody watching. Yes. yes. That no matter what you go through, Amen. it doesn't matter what you're going through. God is there in the midst of even the ugliest things. Yep. He is always there for you. Don't think that, uh, I can't do this anymore, God. I really can't. Because when you feel like you really can't do this anymore, God is there to show you that, yeah, I'm going to take you through this part. I know it's hard. I know it's rough. But I'm going to take you through this part. And then you're going to keep going. And then you're going to be able to share with others that can, tell, that can help them in their rough time. And then it keeps going. And that's how I see how powerful God's message can be shared throughout everyone. Because now if we remember how much he's in our hearts and how much he's done for us, mm-hmm. then you can say, you know what? I can share this with someone else who's struggling. I can share this with somebody else who feels like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I need to leave God and do my own thing. Yep. It is it's just powerful. Testimonies are so powerful. And remember with testimonies, that's your witness. That's your witness of God, that goodness in you. That's, that's him. That's him. That's that's how he's speaking to you mm. to speak to others. And it doesn't stop. Yeah. Your journey with God doesn't stop. Right. It keeps on going. Right. And you'll have more. And so you just keep on going and just do the journey with God and let him just lead you so beautifully. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah testimonies are never... Never ended. Never ended. Never ended story. Never ended. Yep. So, so I would like to just encourage you guys yeah. to um to share your testimony with others. Don't be um don't be ashamed of don't sharing. Ashamed. Um, sharing with others yeah. of God's goodness and even even the not so good things that you're going yeah. through because it will help yeah. others who are not going through such good things. Yeah. But of course, when you when you have those victories in your life, mm. share those. 
with others. And um, so that concludes our, our season the one. Season one. Season one of my testimony. <laughs> yeah. And it's um, that's a testimony in, in of itself. I know. Because I didn't, I we didn't. Never we never expected. To see it go uh, yes, COVID started, and we just <laughs> said we're going to record these testimonies. Yeah, and now, until we open back up again. Yeah, mm. and now we're 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 en ending yeah. one season yeah. and coming into season two. So, so stay tuned for season two. It'll be coming later on this year. Yeah. Um, we will we will make the, the promos and make the announcement when we'll be back. Mm -hmm. But uh, until then, guys, just you go back and watch all the other testimonies. Yeah, and you know? just keep close to God. Yes. Just keep close. Just keep close. Don't give up. And just keep serving him every day. Amen. Mm. Amen. All right. So, um, we're going to, as usual, we got to pray to take us home. Take us home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bow our heads to prayer. Oh, Father. How amazing is it, Father? How amazing is this journey that you've led us on, Colin and myself? Amen. And the journey for all the people that we've interviewed so far. Yes. And the amount of lives of the people that have reached out to us to tell us, thank you so much, because now I see God in my life and I see how I can keep serving him. Yes. Lord, help us that even when it gets rough, that we hold on to you, that even when we get discouraged of thinking, I don't think I can do this anymore, mm -hmm. that you are always in the midst, that you are always there to hold our hands and take us another step and another step that mm. keep the journey going forward because we will never arrive until we see your face mm. to help us Lord to remember that to keep you in our minds constantly yes to keep our eye on the prize and keep on going forward so we all can meet you and be ready to serve you and live with you forever Amen. Amen. All amen. right. So see you guys next see season. See you next season. Enjoy your time off. You yes. can go and do a binge watching of my testimony. <laughs> All right. Guys. Bye. See you Take guys. Care. Bye.